Hey y'all, it's Alante, and you're listening to Black and in Grad School, the podcast that helps women and people of color like you excel in this journey. If you're listening, I believe you are an aspiring or current scholar who wants to successfully navigate this process by sharing my experience while pursuing my PhD and interviewing other Black graduate students or early career professionals. It is my hope that you can glean encouragement, advice, and strategies that you can apply to your journey. Thanks for listening. All right, y'all. I'm back with another solo episode. It's been a minute since I've had a solo episode because, man, life's been crazy. I can't even say nothing else about it. But uh, I do want to thank you all again just for being patient with me and gracious as uh, 2019 started on my neck. <laughs> like, for real, y'all, it was crazy. Um, but now things are starting to get a lot more normal, whatever my new normal is. I'm starting to come to terms with that and just been excited to kind of get back on the mic and talk to you. But I had to just take a minute and just like chill and breathe because I was exhausted, not even going to hold you up. And today we're going to be talking about getting organized and being organized in school, um, in grad school, of course. Uh, But we're going to start with lessons from the track. All right, so this week's lesson from the trap is from none other than 21 Savage and J. Cole because they have this song called A Lot that I like a lot. And it's a really good song. I mean, it's on the radio. It's relatively popular. I'm going to try and make a lesson out of it. We'll see what happens. Okay, go with me. (laughs) Like for real. So uh, he says, I'm on a money routine. I don't want smoke. I want cream. I don't want no more comparisons. This is a marathon and I'm aware I've been playing the back from a lack of promotions. I was never one for the bragging and boasting. I guess I was hoping the music would speak for itself, but the people want everything else. Okay, no problem. I'll show up on everyone's album and you know what the outcome will be. All right. That's a lot, right? So the first part, love it. I'm on a money routine. I don't want smoke. I want cream. I don't want no problems. I'm here to get this money. Boom. This is a marathon. That in itself, this is, I feel like it's very easy for us to apply this to grad school. We know it is a marathon, no matter what degree you're getting, master's, MSW, PhD, EDD, you know, uh, DRPH, MD. You know, if I got some med students and some lawyers listening to, to the podcast, thank you. I appreciate it. We know that this is a time commitment and there are steps to this process that are in place because you have to test and practice that you can actually make the full marathon, right? You got to go on practice runs. That's our qualifying exams, our oral exams, you know, that first paper, et cetera, et cetera, to show that we can really complete the marathon, which is the dissertation and the defense. And I like that. So then he says, I'm aware I've been playing the back from a lack of promotions. I was never the one for, bragging and boasting and I just feel like that's maybe more personal for me and the thought of like you know sometimes in my personal life or in my professional life or even you know in trying to grow this brand I'm like man I kind of feel like I've been playing the back too like I've been chilling and because I'm not one for bragging and boasting I'm not one for like look at what I'm doing here and there and putting myself out there in that way has always been like 
not as natural for me. And so I get it. And so I just really relate to that. And I, and then it was like, I guess I was hoping the music would speak for itself, but the people want everything else. Okay, no problem. I'll show up on everyone's album. You know what the outcome will be. Really, the last part is what I'm trying to focus on, okay? You know what the outcome will be. You got the claps. Because the outcome is we out here about to get these degrees and about to be done. And that is what I like about it like every time I listen to it I get super excited and I think about that like the outcome and helping me helping me keep the end goal in mind um in this journey right so I hope you enjoyed this week's lesson from the trap we're gonna just go right into our topic of the day let me tell you a little story so I have been someone who has always managed or attempted to manage multiple projects at a time. So when I was in grad school at Illinois, I was a president of the black grad student organization. I was a student, of course I was a student researcher and I had like a social life, I had a boyfriend, all that jazz. Right. So trying to just juggle all of those things. And I decided in my while I was president that we should have a scholarship put in place. And then the former president loved the idea so much. He decided we should have an endowed scholarship to, uh, that was in place for black graduate students. Now I wanted a little book scholarship. He then he wanted an endowed scholarship. So then we decided to make an entire gala for the black grad student, um, association at Illinois. Talk about putting a lot on your plate. So I was doing that and trying to raise money, trying to maintain my job uh, as a research student, you know, my job and my classes. And then I like signed up for like this traineeship. So I had like additional coursework and like uh, obligations. Oh, and then I also was helping with a uh, after school program for young boys called St. Elmo Brady STEM Academy, which Dr. Henderson, who was a former guest on the show, Operating Excellence is the name of that of his episode, was the creator of it. And I helped them with establishing that program. So your girls always had her foot in a lot of different things, um, even prior to the podcast my life in Detroit was also like that where I had a job. I was in classes. I was having uh, a brunch. Then I had another business that I was trying for a while. I tried to be a blogger. Y'all, I have tried to do a lot of different things. And um, with that, I've always had to manage a lot of that stuff because I like to keep busy. I'm working on it. And so with in, you know, wanting to keep busy, I've had to really grapple with being organized. And so I thought that this would be a great thing to talk about, even though it is the middle of semester, it's about spring break. So what you can do is take the next couple of days to really stop and think about how you're organized, see if you need to make a pivot. If through the semester, it's a time where you don't have as much pressure um, because you're not like also having classes and all the extra stuff. I thought it'd be cool. And people have been asking me about it. How do you say organize in grad school? You know, what does that look like? But, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And so I thought that I would try my best to help. My main advice is for you to figure out your style and be cool with it and don't fight it. I'm going to share with you how I organize my days now, uh, but I want to tell you this is not the way I've started and it's not going to be the way I end I would say now that my style and my um, my the the way that I get work done probably changes 
by the, I would say semester. So fall, spring, and then summer are different semesters and different ways that I operate. But before that, it was still like, I was always trying some new like framework or some new structure. So I've tried like getting things done, which is a system. And there are other organization styles that I feel like I've like dabbled in and really the issue for me has always been like maintaining and keeping up with one style. And so what I found out about my style is that literally my style changes. After a while, I get bored with planners. I get bored with pens. I get bored with the notebook. Like, I don't know what it is. That's just what happens. And so what I've had to do is um, first find products that, kind of support my tendencies. So I use a planner that is good for about 120 days and it's also undated. And so if I skip a day or miss an entire month of tracking my daily plan, it's not the end of the world. The planner isn't a bust. Then I can just pick up where I left off. Uh, Things like that have been the type of concessions I've had to make. And I just have come to terms with it. Like that just is what it is versus trying to fight it. And I feel like in me stopping or like keeping myself from fighting my own tendencies, I've actually been able to keep my routines more consistently now as well. Uh, So that's why I kind of organize. Well, excuse me. That's why I argue to just see what works for you and notice like what your patterns are and work around your patterns you are who you are and it doesn't make you a better, you, of course we can always strengthen pieces, but you know, if you know you're behaving or doing a certain thing or think a certain way, just work with it. You don't have to fight it. You don't have to fight or work against it. Work with it. I want to tell you like how I organize my day and then I'll tell you some more or share some more information or tips about what you can do for uh, organizing yourself. Cause I'm not going to give you like a way to do it at all, but I can at least give you an example. The way most days go for me is when I wake up. Well, okay, no, let's not even start. Let's start on Sundays. So on Sunday nights, after I've like chilled out, got home, made dinner, got groceries, you know, all that stuff or, um, whatever little tasks I need to do, I will make my to-do list. So I, created a dump file based off of this. So the dump page that is in the Balanced Scholar Notebook um, for the challenge is, or the workbook rather, is a version of this. I used to take a blank sheet of paper, just like some scrap paper, and I have this black clipboard, and every week I just sit with a pen in my bed usually and just write down everything I could think of. Like, okay, well, I need to get done. And it can go from like pick up peanut butter to, you know, put the gum in the cabinet or, you know, a new project, (laughs) you know, or it could be like fix model, you know, it's like whatever. It's just like literally a whole dump. I don't even care. So then I take that list I go through it and I say, okay, this is school. This is research. This is the podcast. This is personal. Those are like my four categories and pick your four categories, whatever they might be. Um, But, you know, that's kind of how I organize those things. Then I take that list and then I transfer that into my planner and I use a Panda planner, which I really, really love because of the reasons I already said before, the undated, 
uh, it flows with me. It doesn't last forever. So once I fill it up, I'm happy to get a new one. I get a new color, whatever. And I'm excited again. I get, it's probably like 160 days or like a half a year more so than like a quarter of a year. But anyways, that's, they have a weekly page. And so I take that weekly, I put everything into that weekly page in those four categories. Cause it's, again, it's blank. And so I know I have these four categories I could fill in. And now it's neat. Also all my scrap stuff was on my scrap page, my dump page. And now I have like a neat version of it in my planner and so I have that list and that's how I kind of start the week. And again, that also a page like that is inside of the Balanced Scholar Workbook too, because this is the way that I stay organized. And so I thought maybe it'll work for you and you can try it out too. So if you are interested and it sounds good so far, you can do that. Next, um, when I get to the office or I sit at my um, home office desk to work for the day, I usually spend my first Pomodoro making my plan for the day for me when I some people make their plans at night for the next day and for me it just doesn't really go that great because when I make my plan I am super ambitious with my plan it's like wake up at five every morning and let me tell you with the winter time it is so hard for me to wake up at five because the sun doesn't come up to like seven here where I'm living and so the summer it's easy to wake up early because the sun's up and so, or the sun's about to come up and it helps me to wake up. So I will admit I have not been waking up that early now that winter is here, but I see myself waking up earlier and earlier now that spring is coming, even though it does not feel like it in Pittsburgh. That's, um, that's an aside, but I just want to say that. So, um, with these really ambitious plans, if I wake up and look at my page, not only have I wasted a page in my uh, planner because now my whole day is starting off and it kind of like bums me out. Like, Alante, you should be more disciplined. You should have woke up and da 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 And really, I don't, that's no way to start your day beating yourself up and having this negative self-talk. So I just don't do it anymore. I just do it once I sit down. And so if that means I sat down at 10 a.m. because I woke up, ate breakfast, worked out, blah, 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 blah. Then that's when my plan, the day of my, then my day starts and I make my plan from there. Um, or if I happen to wake up at six, cause that happens too. I'm up at four or five and six in the morning, sometimes by accident right now, you know, I then make my plan based on that. And so that's how I handle my lists for the day. And the reasoning is because again, that's not what had, it had not been working for me before. And it really didn't put me in a motivated headspace with that. Um, that's kind of how a day goes, but kind of on a more meta scale of my days. This is how I organize my days because I freaking am like the biggest fan of Tracy G. She is a black woman who has vision. Uh, she creates audio vision boards and which are affirmations. And she has like a bunch of stuff on like your streaming services. She has a podcast as well. And you can follow her on Instagram at it's Tracy G like so many gems that she drops. But something that I love that she says is routines and systems are my Gail and my O. Ah, who doesn't want to have Gail and Oprah in their life every day? What you mean? So this is how I organize my days. Um, personally, I like to batch stuff. Like if I'm going to 
work on podcast stuff. The whole day is going to be podcast stuff. So that's my Saturdays. I work on the podcast. And then Sundays when I'm in classes, I'm that's a really great work day for me. So I pretty much I wake up in the morning, work the full day because it's uninterrupted. There's no way to have meetings on Sundays and stuff like that. Um, and I usually do my research on Sunday, Mondays and Tuesdays. So I get my like 20 hours in on the front end of the week and then half a Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I um, typically have my, I work on classwork. Now that I'm not in classes, it's all research right now. And then Fridays, my Fridays are full of meetings, seminars, uh, things like that. So I don't really get that much work done on Fridays, unfortunately, Um, but it's okay because the other days, you know, I'm doing work. And so that's kind of the way that I structure my days that certain days have certain tasks, but there might be another style for you that isn't like that. That is, there's more than one way to, you know, have a routine and a system, right? So this is like what I do. Um, what can you do? Because that's what you're here and listening to the episode for is like, how can you be organized? And the first thing I want to go back to my main advice is figuring out your style and being cool with it and not fighting it, but working with it. There are a lot of different working styles. And what I would say on the spectrum is kind of like... Um, you like to make progress every single day, like incremental progress, or you like to batch. And then there's a bunch of stuff in the middle, but that's kind of like the way that this little spectrum works in my head, okay? And so I know that I like to do batches. Like if I'm going to sit down and do some work, I want to work for hours. I want to work for on one thing and concentrate and give it my attention for a long time and then switch to a different thing. That is what works best for me. You might find that if you work on something every day you you feel better like okay so in the mornings I do research in the afternoons I do my workout and then early evenings I'm doing homework or you know whatever like that might work for you better or like dissertation writing is you know three times a week at eight in the morning or it could be Mondays are dissertation writing day period There's more than one way to do it. Figure out the step that works for you. If you are struggling with figuring that out, I do um, offer a goal setting session where you could just hit me up. It's bit.ly forward slash goal setting session and we can talk about it and I can help you figure that out. And I want to also just tell you, like, don't beat yourself up uh, for not following a system, you know, and don't be afraid to switch it up. Don't feel like you have to create or you have to work on one system. Even if you make your own system, sometimes it just doesn't work and just be okay with switching it up. It's not that bad. If you are a graduate student or aspiring to be a graduate student, and especially if you are um, in school right now, getting ready to go to grad school, you want to have a planner. It could be digital. It could be physical. doesn't matter. um, But you have to have a place to capture your tasks and what you need to get done. Because I just feel like sometimes there's just so many different things. Like literally I had a meeting today and there were like 10 tasks from that one meeting. And, but I had like three meetings today with 10 tasks. So I got 30 tasks added to my docket and I'm not going to remember them. So I have to take note of them somewhere so that I can keep track of them and get them done. 
Um, and some places I do like, like I, I told you all more than once at this point, I like Panda Planner. I've used Wonderlist, which is W-U-N-D-E-R list. OneNote, which is a Microsoft system. I use that a lot for my um, notes, especially like during meetings and at conferences. And also that records. So if you are someone who doesn't take good notes at the meetings, you can record them. So that is a little hack for you. Uh, Wonderlist is cool too. I kind of use it now. It's more like a catch-all. It's it's not that organized. I've also tried Google Notes, Evernote. Both are cool, but they require you to like create structure. And I'm just, I don't know. It just, I don't know. It just didn't work for me, but I've tried them and I don't have anything bad to say about them, but try a bunch of them, see what you like. And, you know, hopefully it works out. But I de- oh also workflowy I like workflowy too it's not it's also like more like a bulleted list web interface but I like it too and I think it has an app as well and remember that routines and systems are your gale and your o and so you know depending again on how you work create your schedule and update it as you see fit and don't put yourself on such a a strict tight lockdown it might even be like where you make a new type of schedule every month or every quarter or you know somewhere where you can just take a moment and see like is the way that I'm organized really conducive to my productivity is it best for me that's what it's about so I wish I had a more concrete answer for you but I think the root of it is you know really like how you work and then what type of routines work for you figuring those things out are are going to be uh what well, they are going to be critical and and really help you be productive so i hope that was helpful next week we're going to keep talking about organization i'm going to talk about how i organize my space um, be it on my computer my digital space and then my physical space my home office my campus office and maybe if you guys want i'll tell you like what it looks like and okay because They both are slightly struggle buses, but they get the job done. Okay, so that is it for this week for me. I hope you have an amazing week. And remember, grad school is tough, but you're tougher. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Black and in Grad School. For more content to help you on your grad school journey, check out blackandgradschool.com. That's B-L-K-I-N gradschool.com. Love this episode? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Until next time, 